Welcome to I'll Tell You, the wedding podcast. Join us, Jenny and Richard, as we navigate wedding trends and bridal dilemmas, including juicy gossip from behind the scenes in the wedding industry. We'll be spilling all the tea and arrival drinks on our do's and don'ts for your big day. Hey everybody, welcome Hello. back. Welcome back to week two of I'll Tell You. We have survived and we you have, have survived. survived. What was your, how are you anyway? How are you this week? Yeah, I'm good. I um, had a good week. Had a good week. Good, um, good. How are you? What's your rose of the week this week? My rose of the week this week is, well it's a bit of a bittersweet rose. Uh, we, I've survived wedding season. If you don't know, wedding season for suppliers is between, say, May till Suppliers, hmm. not me. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, on the day, suppliers season is from, say, early May till late September. That's when we're the busiest. That's when we kind of are running on empty, making the most money for the months that we're not. It's hard, but they're the months that you kind of got to hustle. So I've survived. I'm at the other end, which is kind of sad. We've had some such like amazing weddings this year. The best couples. It felt like a year where I have worked a lot, but a lot of the time the kind of concepts and the flower design was really good. I feel like this year though, isn't it? The year that you've kind of done and established your brand a little bit more and what you do and your style and everything, which is really good. I feel like last year when we were booking brides, it was like get the bookings type of thing. As awful mm. as that sounds, whereas now it's like we do yard and that's what we do. Yeah. Um, and this year's definitely been kind of the we're here <laughs> and <laughs> we're queer. <laughs> <laughs> we're here and we're queer. Um, and then yeah, what's your rose of the week? We've got a fly in the studio <laughs> and we're trying to spot it around doing our. <laughs> Richard heading. keeps calling me the slowest fly swatter of the northwest. <laughs> She's just like move, wafting her arms around, doing nothing. <laughs> Fucking hell. Go on. What's your rose of the week? Come on, tell um, me, tell My me. rose of the week would be that my wonderful mother-in-law made us fresh macarons for the bridal studio for my one. brides. I've had one. I've sampled. They're very, very good. They are so delicious. She used to be a pastry chef, so she's absolutely incredible at it. My thought of the week is, obviously, we'll discuss it further into the podcast, but when we order our flowers in, we order weeks in advance. Um, if we want something specific, it will be something that we order, say, a month before to make sure our wholesalers got them. They've had a pretty shit grow season, I would say, for certain species of flowers. The wedding we had at the weekend was very wild, very over-the-top, dahlias, cosmos, and nothing was available. and when i say nothing was available it comes to a point where i thought oh my fucking god what am i going to do but we survived the wedding was absolutely fucking brilliant and executed to perfection because you've got to kind of have alternatives and find things that you can kind of work with yeah and uh, still get still create the same feel and the same effect but obviously potentially not with the stems you anticipated to get or ordered I guess you have to do that in the bridal industry as well. Is that yeah. like you might come in with an idea, but you might leave with a completely different dress that you first had in mind. But that's not unusual. So I think it's the same with everything. Yeah, you've just got to run with it. Definitely roll with it. Think on your feet. Mm. What's your thorn of the week, Jenny? Come on. Um, 
probably me paying my customs duty. <laughs> so um, I have a South African designer who is absolutely incredible. She is called Demure. We are the only UK stockists of them, but the only downfall is that I have to pay a stupid amount of customs duty on the dresses. That was my thorn of the week because I absolutely despise it. What you'll notice is Jenny's thorns are always to do with cash. <laughs> <laughs> and always to do with paying people. <laughs> I'm sick of paying people. Yeah. It's paying think... the shit people, paying the tax, paying the VAT, paying oh, the duty. That's what paying... I hate. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind like paying. Yeah. Nice stuff. I don't know. I say to Laura, who uh, runs, helps me like manage my other business, Tuna and Bear. I would say to her, please stop submitting your wages. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay you. Yeah, <laughs> if only. The West Cumbrian sweatshirt. <laughs> It'll be in the papers next week. Yeah. I actually was in the papers what this for? week. <laughs> what for? Not the sweatshirt. No, definitely not. <laughs> No, so I was in the papers this week about the new bridal studio. I've made it. You've made it. <laughs> I think that's Sell it. Sell up. <laughs> that, that's it. I've Sell made on. it. This week is about styling and floristry. So. Wow. Hit me with the questions, Jenny. Come on. We are discussing all things decor for. And daisy chains. The wedding day. <laughs> Making daisy chains, how to store your daisy chain. <laughs> um, yeah, we're discussing all things styling. So this is my forte. I'm in the hot seat. Yeah, and I'll be the mastermind asking the questions. Yes. Woo-hoo. So, yard flowers. Are you going to give us a bit of a, a brief intro to your business and what you do? Yes, 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 yes. So, yard flowers is a conceptual brand where we are doing floristry for events we focus on floristry but we also do styling and stationery for laid-back but fashionable couples i would say where did you get the name from actually i want to know that because i don't even know that the name yard there's no like big dramatic story to it i wanted a short name i wanted a name that people could use without the word flowers and still know what it was we used a huge sheet of paper and wrote down loads of four letter words Who's we? Oh, the team. The team. The team is anybody I can ask. It's not, there's not, a, there's not an employed team. It's just, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And then if we can get a, a team meeting going, oh. Is it Mama Yard? Anybody. And Papa Yard. Papa Yard and, and Mama David Yard. Yard. Yeah, anybody, anybody who will be there. Genie be Yard. There. Yeah, all of the family will be there. Whoever can... Whoever I can get 15 minutes of information from, they're at the meeting. So we wrote down four letter words that were quick, sharp. We're still flotting the sky. <laughs> we're still. Oh, 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 we hit it that time. We hit the fly that time. <laughs> um, tried to find a short, snappy word loosely to do with flowers. Is the fly on me? Because you look. It's there. I thought it was on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's where yard came from we have a yard we don't have a garden at home we have a yard do you yeah oh. and it just worked we thought yeah we'll go with yard and then people started using it and it worked <laughs> we're in hysterics over this fly <laughs> i don't like it it's, weird. <laughs> it's listening to the podcast maybe it's interesting so rich yard <laughs> describe what you do do and your studio so we offer predominantly floristry 
for weddings and events. But we also offer styling and stationery. So styling can be anything such as your how your tables look in terms of whether they have candles, whether you have table runners, table linen, vases, candle holders, ceramic ware, anything that is on your tables normally, we, you would use us to create that look. We also offer stationery. So this could be things such as your table plans, your welcome sign, place cards, menus and anything that's like paper-based for your wedding and in terms of our studio um i would say it's quite funky it's not your typical floristry studio uh, we have a big rug which is very stupid to have a big fluffy sofa which is also very stupid to have but i wanted to create a space that i kind of was inspired by when i was working there and also a space where when having consultations with couples it's nice to come and it's not just like a a warehouse i felt like it would not be brand appropriate for me to have a space that felt industrial and kind of cold yeah. and i wanted to create a space where the types of couples we attract would come in and think oh it's nice in here and it's yeah. a bit more of an experience rather than just booking a forest and just seeing them on the day so i think it's really important that your brand kind of reflects you yeah as a person but also as well aesthetically is really on point i always remember when i used to be a hairdresser and there was a girl that i work with and one of her clients and she said that your vibe attracts your tribe yeah it's kind of like a very airy fairy sentence but the way you present yourself essentially attracts the people that you want to work with well that, it, it should do yeah i think that you your brand really is a massive massive thing so anyone starting out a new business just make sure that your brand is on point Obviously, we are in the Lake District. There is so many venues. There's also so many suppliers that are similar. And that's not to say that they don't do a really good job. I didn't want to be the same as everybody else. Yeah. And that I, sounds a bit... I think that's where we're like really on a similar wavelength yeah, you're to just, what we do. Yeah, just fresher. We want to be say. young, don't we? Yeah, we're so young. Fresh, young. <laughs> no one will ever know about the Botox. So. Yeah. Well, mm, I don't know. It's more fashion forward and it's more current. Yeah. Like, just because we live in the Lake District doesn't mean that we always have to wear an anorak and walking boots. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Would never have them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can he even say he lives in the Lake District? No. I'm a townie. That's what they say, don't they? Because I don't live in the lakes, really. We live in a town on the ed edge of the lake. You live on the edge of the West Lake District, like one of the most untouched parts of the Lake District. There is. <laughs> it's a town, not a bloody city. Okay, so who would you say is your ideal customer? Pretty much those people that get your brand. Yeah, if they've come to me for us to style their wedding... They might not know where to start. They might not know how to navigate sort of creating a mood in the wedding. That's how I start my consultations. What kind of mood do you want to create? What kind of feeling do you want your guests to have? Rather than what's your colour scheme? Because for me, I think sometimes colour scheme and theme sound like old ways of working to me. It's more yeah. about what's the... What's <laughs> like, the, the like the old episode where I said like Cabri Purple was a theme. Yeah. Definitely was. Um, I think I you avoid that now, don't you? Yeah, I kind of ask couples what mood do they want to create on the day. We discuss colour, obviously, further down the line. But that initial consultation, it's mainly about what's the atmosphere going to be like? What type of couple are you? And why are you making these decisions? Yeah. So if couples are struggling to sort of style their wedding day, that's where we would come in. Have you ever had somebody that's colourblind? Never. Mm. I just but when find I was young, really I thought colourblind meant you see in black and white, but it doesn't. No, you just see the colour differently. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also fine because it'll still work in my yeah. head. 
Yeah, just I just thought it was an interesting question simply because you, you do predominantly work based on colour. Yeah. Most people who work with me know that I'm putting you in a white dress. <laughs> it's not yeah. really. So let's go through the process of floristry for my wedding, say. The venue's booked. When is best to come and see you? Now. Ooh. For your styling and your floristry, I would say that would be the next big thing. Because if we are doing full styling, it's the majority of your day. I'd also just put in there, just if you've got a wedding planner, please, please ignore a lot of the time, the time scales that they put in there because they're absolutely untrue. So stop I there. feel like Side they're made note, up. Do you mean a wedding planner as a person? No, I mean, mean a, a wedding no- planner, a note wedding planner. A notepad. Yeah. yeah. Because I think sometimes there's so much out there and it's so congested in terms of what, what times people think you should use what time skills people should use and a lot of the time websites can be American mm. and I think sometimes that doesn't help yeah and I think as well like it depends on no disrespect but it depends on how good your supplier is and how big your supplier is uh, depending on how many staff they have etc like that yeah and if they're a busy supplier that you know in your area is going to be quite busy get in touch with them earlier it's not going to be no. do you know what I mean that get in touch with them earlier to make sure that they definitely can do it or you need to move on yeah definitely else. but yeah I would say Go for venue, go for photographer, and then go for floristry and styling. They're maybe the key things. People fear with bands as well. They want to get the band in there too, mm. you know, because I think they do fill up quite fast. But that's how I would book it. Maybe it's because of my job, but that's how I do would Do you find it. cakes fill up quite fast as well? Yeah. Yeah, cake, cake makers actually fill up really fast. A lot of people have cakes as an afterthought, but they really shouldn't. Just telling you. <laughs> when booking the florist, like you've said before... Do you find that your vibe kind of attracts your tribe then? Yeah, I would say we have a lot of couples that might follow us for a while and then they get in contact. So they're kind of scoping you out as if you so to make sure you're good enough. Um, we definitely now, more so that we're more established, we're attracting the couples. Our work resonates with them so they know that they're going to get what they want. Does that always happen? In all honesty, no, but we often have like discussions with couples in terms of how we can make their wedding a bit fresher and they always kind of agree but sometimes they haven't seen it i would always say to couples to go onto pinterest go onto instagram to find things but once the algorithm kicks in and it sees what you're liking it sees what you're saving it just shows you the same again yeah so you end up with a really nice pinterest board of the same bouquet in different angles <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it's so funny. we're not wor- we're working from one inspiration then <clears throat> not a few so you might not get what you actually want to achieve. You'll just get a copy of something. Yeah. And that's never good. No one wants a copy. No. You want your wedding to be you. Yeah, this is like why I said like about these alternative different things that you can do, like with wedding dresses and styling and stuff like that. You, you definitely want to do a little bit of a twist on things sometimes, but more of a modern twist, not yeah. like an alternative weird twist. Um <laughs> Yeah, so when it comes to styling then, mm-hmm. where would you go with okay. styling? I would say if you come to us for all three of our services, so that's styling, stationery and floristry, we would start with the flowers. We kind of do our consultations a bit different to some florists, I think, in terms of we ask couples what they want rather than what they need. Some people come in a bit nervous and they're scared to see the price or they're scared to kind of ask for too much in case they're going to get let down. Our couples have never bought flowers en masse before. They've never been in a situation where they're going to order as many flowers as they are for their wedding. So for them to see the price, they've got no idea they're going in blind, in my opinion. Yeah. 
It's quite funny, isn't it? I know that I hear other friends kind of come in and they'll say, oh, um, yeah, a bride came back to me and they said, oh, it, it was too much for them. It wasn't what they were expecting. My question there is, what did you expect? Because having an expectation of what to expect before you've even looked at that market and where their price ranges are, yeah. it's almost a bit silly, isn't it? Because you, you you don't know. No. Um, and, and it's not something we do every day. You know what no. I mean? It's not like we're going to... Even like buying clothes, we do that all the time. So... yeah. You're never buying flowers or styling a wedding. I think sometimes people do come in with a lower end budget. Um, I always advise you to like look at my website, look at my price range. Mm-hmm. There, it's a bit harder to do that with flowers. Yeah, and things, it is because again, you're asking them what their expectations are yeah. at first. So obviously, we know the time of year, we know what they're expecting, and we send them sort of an estimate of what we expect the wedding to be. Um, and it's at that point that they can kind of have use that quote as like a pick a mix of what they actually want. Mm. Um, What's important to them, What's I guess. important, yeah. I would normally say have a lot of, like, wow moments, but in the high traffic areas, like your tables or places like that, focus on things that aren't as flashy, but then you're still creating the mood that you want. Because you've got a lot of tables to fill normally. In terms of styling, we are candle crazy. So <laughs> it always incorporates candles normally. And it can be things such as runners or you might have an idea in your head and we can execute that for you. But yeah, that's how we work our styling. Obviously, for me, more is more. It does look better when you have more. <laughs> but I would always tell couples to focus on key elements they want. It just needs to be the right bells and whistles, not yeah. all of them. My key, my absolute key to styling a wedding, layering constantly so you might have a table runner but then you also might need a tablecloth underneath then you might need a charger plate then you might need the plates on top now this sounds like a lot and a lot of fuss but if that's the mood you're trying to create you need the elements to do so and so layering 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 different textures of paper different textures of cloth it ends up more of a high-end look rather than it being quite flat yeah well that's what they say isn't it that it's more like that elevated look rather than yeah that flat look yeah. so i think it's um it's the same with interior design isn't like, it the flat look would work if you had say a concrete effect tables for example mm. if it was really flat really minimal and that's the look you were going for it works if you've got the right elements to do so this is what i mean by not all the bells and whistles just the right ones to create the mood that you want so you're saying create a feeling then? Create a feeling over running with a colour scheme, I would say. So on the day, mm-hmm. what do you do? We obviously do all personal flowers. So this is like bouquets, buttonholes, bridesmaids bouquets. Um, but on the day, if it's styling, we get to the venue pretty early. Just say it's a 12 o'clock wedding, we might be there at 8 o'clock. Style all the tables, get the candlesticks where they need to be, get the flowers where they need to be. If anything needs made in situ, so if anything needs made at the site, we need to make them. So that could be a big archway by the door. It could be long sort of greenery table runners. Anything that needs made there, we obviously need the time. Then the morning of the wedding, we'll come and meet the bridal party, hand out bouquets, run around like a headless chicken, (laughs) (laughs) Um, running back and forward if need be. I'm kind of glad that I'm not there on the day. Not in a horrible way. It's just like, I think I'd be like a deer in headlights. Like I've done wedding planning and it's just stressful. (laughs) I deal well with the adrenaline of a wedding day Mm. because it's time to perfection. Some couples are like, oh, what time are you going to get there? And I just think, you just calm down. I'll get there when I need to get there and it will be done. 
from when you need it done. There's nothing like the complete and utter wedding coma that you go into after a wedding. Like, I'll do a wedding, I'll get home by one o'clock. I could, I literally, it knocks me out because the wedding's <laughs> gone and I'm literally in bed like, oh my fucking God, that was a day and a half. <laughs> Looking through all the photos on my phone that I've taken to make a reel of some sort, but nothing compares to the coma after a wedding day. Could be in bed for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. All right, for some. I know. Yeah, but I've worked three days. I can dream I ever get 12 hours late. I've worked three days before that. That's the tough part. People don't realise. afterwards, is that kind of just what you do? Do you take anything away? Okay, so what people don't realise is for the wedding, if you get married on a Saturday, we start work on a Wednesday evening. Uh, that can be like prepping the studio for your flowers to arrive. Your flowers arrive on the Thursday. What do you mean prep? So getting buckets ready, bleaching buckets, cleaning buckets, getting all your props ready. So we use like these giant blue boxes that we take everything So why do you us. need to bleach a bucket? You're not just put it in water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to make sure it's the right bleach and put a little bit of bleach into the water to make sure that the bacteria doesn't build while the flowers are sitting there. So is it the bacteria that kills a flower? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, lack of water, bacteria, too much sun, not enough sun. And oh, I didn't know that. And every flower's different, so that's what that's where the confusion starts. But on the day that the flowers get delivered, which is normally a Thursday, we are conditioning flowers, which basically means stripping them of all the leaves that we don't want, getting a nice clean cut on the bottom, getting them into water immediately, making sure they're all fresh, making sure the room's the right temperature, making sure there's not enough sunlight, there's enough airflow to make these flowers like live long enough to cater for the wedding. That's the process beforehand. Once the wedding day is done, if you have hired anything, we then need to get ourselves there. Sorry, Jenny's just taken a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We need to make sure that we're there the next day to collect. We sometimes do like midnight collections, which is once the party's over, you're all pissed as fuck and you're in bed. (laughs) I am then in the room collecting all the things that you've hired from me. We don't do them very often. But when we do do them, it is fucking hell. Oh, no. Sometimes we're working at like one in the morning and I think, <gasps> what are we doing? No. Yeah, to collect everything that's been hired. Surely the venues don't put it aside for you. Mm, depends what venue you're at. I suppose it's expectations, isn't it? And sometimes the venues have something the next day, so they literally can't. Yeah. They need us out. In their defence, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of the, the process of the wedding day lead up and also after. So, let's go into some quick fire questions. Hit me with your best shirt. Come on then. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Dried or fresh? Fresh. Always. Ooh. Not always, but fresh. Colourful or neutral? Colourful. Ooh. Anybody who knows Yard, it's colourful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Candles, yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> buttonholes, yes or no? And yeah. who wears them? Okay, buttonholes is a big conversation at Yard because buttonholes for me, they're a yes if you have the budget. If you're trying to scrimp, they're a no. Who's going to wear them? Normally the people who are in the same suit as the groom. Now, is it more modern not to have them? Yes. Are they traditional? Yes. I still like them, but I'm going to go with no. A hard no. Corsage, yes or no? Big hard no. (laughs) (laughs) I just think nowadays, I feel like maybe years ago, you're talking early 2000s and in the 90s, mothers of the bride were older or they seemed to be older. They acted older. So it was something that was done. Whereas I think now they're a lot younger. They're a lot more fashionable and I think they don't need it. No, definitely not. Choose one. Table flowers 
or ceremony? Ceremony flowers. This is because I would choose ceremony flowers mainly because we can repurpose them. So that basically means anything you have at your ceremony, we're able to reuse. It could be things that could break up into smaller pieces that we can use on your table. Um, but if you are wanting a wow moment for your pictures and also for during the ceremony for your guests, I would say stick with that and go a lot less on the tables. Bridesmaid bouquets, yay or nay? Yay. I'm going to say yay. Just because the look of the part on the photos, they are annoying in terms of like the logistics of them. Afterwards, bridesmaids just throw them around, kick them under it's a table. It's not just that. I think in my head, like, I think it's yay to bridesmaid flowers, but repurpose them afterwards. Yeah. They literally put them down and that is it. We often leave vases at venues for them to put them in. I mean... I don't know how it really works because I don't know this end of it, but if you're there, Richard, can you not take apart the bridesmaid bouquets and maybe put them into the top table flowers no. and stuff like that? Absolutely not. What? <laughs> Why not? Because it's made in a bouquet and you can't... Some stems are short, some stems are long. You have to pay for me to do that. Yeah, I would pay you to do that. But it would be more than it would be to just keep the bouquets is. And just put the bouquet on the top table in a, in a vase. It's full of shit, people. <laughs> Pick five elements for your ideal place setting. Okay. Knife, fork, spoon. No. <laughs> Surely they're all the same. Surely it's cutlery. Silver. We'll go silver. Chrome cutlery. Just normal. Save the budget. Your venue will have it already. Charger plate. Big, white, matte, lipped charger plate in the middle. We need a name What card. is a charger plate? So it's essentially a bigger plate that your plate with the meal on goes on top of. So it's not used to be eaten off. You don't eat on it, no. So you don't need it then? You don't need it. How many have I got? Five. Cutlery, charger plate, name card, menu, napkin. Done. They're there the standard go. things you need, I think. Because there's so many bits and bobs to it, that's where you get the layering effect of it being more over the top than it is, but also yeah. it's more high end than it is. I'd just go for a charger plate and then just see it off that. <laughs> so what do you think the trend for next season is? It's not a trend that I've been asked for yet, but I would say we've seen it for, I'm going to say, 10 years in like high-end, fashionable celebrity weddings and it's mini bouquets. If you look at some, oh, I've had quite a few brides showing me pictures of these. Lovely, yeah. lovely, and like if you look at somebody such as Sophia Ritchie, mm. her bouquet was tiny, and also it's a bouquet on mass, which means it's one singular flower, just a lot of them, but it's a lot smaller. I think it kind of adds that elegance to it. I like it as well because you can actually see your dress. Yeah, I do love a huge bouquet, but. But I do like that element as yeah. well. Like, you can like both, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do like both. And also, I think if you're going to go colourful, big bouquets are good because you can get all the colour in, which is what we do. Mm. But with something like, if you're going for quite a classic one-tone, maybe if you are going for a white and green wedding, a mini bouquet is just so classy. Mm. And I think it's, they're going to be it. My other thing that I would say for couples to do, a lot of the time, more recently than ever, People have table runners. They are they can be expensive depending on where you're hired from. I would always say go for a tablecloth rather than a table runner. I think they just lift it more. They change the room more because there's more fabric. Yeah. But they also 
Do you not like it with a table runner on a bare table then? I do like it and I think it looks nice, but you need to have a lot of runner. Yeah, so you want that kind of pooling layering effect yeah, again. Yeah, you need to have lots of like nice frilly edges. It needs to be over the top for you to create the effect that you want with the table runner. But with a tablecloth, if it's right to the ground, which is super popular at the moment, it just makes it more high end, mm. in my opinion. We're going to look ce- back. Our celebrity wedding of the week. Now yes. I've waited for this one. I Do you know what? It's a really good one because I actually had a bride in talking about it this week. It's the best. So this week's wedding that we're discussing is... Peter and Katie Andre. I'm just going to get an article up so we can discuss it a bit more. I'll tell you what though, I'm going to go into what my bride said... Go on. ...this week about this wedding. So if you weren't there, Katie had the most flamboyant pink dress you've ever seen yeah. uh, in your life. My bride this week came in to collect her dress and she said that she had a really awful dream that she came to collect a dress and it was Katie's um, pink (laughs) (laughs) sparkly dress. And I was like, oh my God, you're joking. She went, no, I woke up in sweats. I really was not impressed. I was like, well, it's definitely not that because I would not sell it. (laughs) Oh my God, you should sell it. I bet you'd sell it. Like, her dress reminds me of, do you know Big Fat Gypsy Wedding? Yeah. Like, the woman that was on that, that used to create Thelma those. Medine. Yeah, Thelma. Thelma Medine. Her making those dresses. So brilliant, so brilliant. So, let's have a look and let's find out about it. So, they had an exclusive deal with OK Magazine, which was $1.75 million. <gasps> for the images of the wedding. Um, they got married, let's have a look. Hi, Claire Castle in Berkshire, AKA Downton Abbey. So that's now used as Downton Abbey set. This is brilliant. Her collection of bridesmaids had a girl band theme with Liberty X's Michelle Heaton, Atomic Kittens, Kerry Katona, and of course, Girls Aloud's Sarah Hardy. OMG, I didn't <laughs> even know that. <laughs> that is my ideal wedding. If I was there, I would have died happy. <laughs> Is fantastic. Do you see yourself in them? <laughs> I could fit in in there very well. Yeah, I think I could. I'd have all the gossip off them. Oh. That is so good. What a good group of bridesmaids. I wonder who made the dress. So I good. wonder who did make the dress. She arrived in a pumpkin. Yeah, I remember it. She and it, arrived ha- it was in a embellished pumpkin. with Savoski crystals. Oh, it was fantastic. It was something else, put it that way. It was absolutely fab. I love it. Um, I love it. I love it. I, I need to like Google this now as well. There's so many elements of this. All that goes through my head is um, that song that he wrote in the jungle. Insania, was it? Oh, God. Yeah. He's cringe, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's cringe, but I kind of like him as well. Yeah, I like him. I think he's good. I think he's a laugh. Yeah, it's the tiara for me. It's not a tiara. It's a full crown. It's huge. It is massive. It's absolutely huge. And it's like so pink. I can't believe they're photographers either. Oh, God. Those lilies. <laughs> oh, a lily. I think a lily's coming back. Dear. A colour lily, especially, yeah. Oh, I'm not a fan. I'm that not. cake's coming back. Yeah. All swirly. Isn't that yeah. Retro? Yeah, they're back. They're back with a vengeance, them. They are, aren't they? They're not going anywhere. She really does go over the top with the weddings. I know. I love it. So I funny. think it's, it's, it's coming back, everybody. Katie Price style wedding dress. Oh, my God, no. Definitely not. <laughs> it is we're all gonna have them 
I'm going to die and go to hell if that happens. No, you'll start selling them. Do you know what, though? When it was at Bridal Fashion Week, I did see a stand with loads of dresses like that on. Huge ones. Like, I'm not joking. And I was looking at the dresses and I was like, how are they even walking in those? Like, physically stood there for a while staring at them, trying to figure that out. Because I was like, no way in hell can they actually walk in that. It's just kind of kicking the tool around, isn't it? Yeah, bit weird. Oh my god, I'm surprised that dress is carrying her boobs. Oh my god, this people who boycotted the wedding, Denise Fennell, and refused to go after only meeting the couple for five minutes. The actor from Friends, David Schwimmer, refused to go, and the Beckhams re- declined their invite. Other people who declined included Davina McCall and Simon Cowell. <gasps> How random! Why were they inviting them random people? I don't think she should have invited them in the first place. It's not just me being a bit. Well, it will be because they wanted the publicity. Mm. I mean, this is a picture of her pregnant with Junior. Yep. That's ridiculous. Lovely. Love that. Awful. (laughs) (laughs) Right, guys, we will wrap up episode two. Our next episode, which Jenny doesn't know actually, is about hen parties and bridesmaids. Oh, got lots to say on that. I can't wait. I'm the hen party connoisseur. I love hen parties. I am the hen party. And do you know what? I'm all for the tack, but I think it has to be done in a classy way. I'm all for the tack. But it has to be done classily. Yeah. Right. Like, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye.